The Bill Shakespeare Project presents This Week in Shakespeare for the week ending Monday, May 28th, 2018. Welcome to the 198th episode of This Week in Shakespeare, a podcast brought to you by the Bill Shakespeare Project. After a long hiatus, my apologies, this is our weekly opportunity to let you know about the latest and greatest in Willie Shakespeare headlines coming at you every Tuesday. Tuesday is Newsday. I just thought of that. Anyway, the goal here is to hit you with a quick blast, no more than 10 minutes tops, of Bard-related news. Plus, we'll try to serve up some historical dates for what were the past seven days of the year. So, this week's news stories included, BuzzFeed ran a fun Name the Play quiz. I'm going to have to retake that because, <clears throat> excuse alert, I took it early in the morning. The Conversation ran a great piece on Shakespeare's incorporation of music in the plays. The Independent previewed the new King Lear from the BBC, noting how it is about to radically reimagine the dying monarch. Broadway World previewed the upcoming production of Romeo and Juliet at the Hollywood Fringe Festival beginning this weekend. The stage ran a review roundup for the new productions of As You Like It and Hamlet, running in rep at Shakespeare's Globe Theatre in London. This is the inaugural production of Michelle Terry as artistic director, and her experiments include having the same 12-member cast in both plays and having those casts direct themselves, and putting herself in the starring role of Hamlet. Reviews for As You Like It are good, not quite so good for Hamlet, which it appears actually needs a director. The Los Angeles Times reviewed the new book by Stephen Greenblatt, Tyrant, that attempts to throw a Shakespearean view over current U.S. leadership without mentioning him by name. It is a fair to middling review. And finally, The Guardian reviewed the new BBC adaptation of King Lear with Anthony Hopkins, giving it a rave review, but noting that everything from its major cuts to contemporary meets apocalypse setting will annoy purists. Amen to that, brother. Now let's take a look back on the last seven days and how they relate to Shakespearean history, both his and the history in his plays. On May the 22nd, 1907, Laurence Olivier was born. Widely considered to be the greatest actor, Shakespearean or otherwise, from the mid to late 20th century, he was also a director of Shakespeare-based films, including Henry V, Hamlet, and Othello. On May 23rd, 1430, Joan of Arc was captured by forces allied with the English. After being turned over to the English, she would be tried for heresy and executed by burning at the stake. This was depicted in the first part of Henry VI. Also on this date, in 2017, the public theater's controversial production of Julius Caesar opened as part of its summer Shakespeare in the Park season. Its depiction of a Trump-like Julius Caesar and his assassination was ground zero for a firestorm of criticism. On May 24th, 1153, Malcolm IV began his reign as King of Scotland. Malcolm was the great-grandson of his namesake, Malcolm III of Scotland, and if that name sounds familiar, he's the Malcolm from Macbeth, the son of Duncan, who is crowned at the end of the play. Malcolm is, not Duncan. On May 25th, 1939, Ian McKellen was born, though now known more for Magneto and X-Men and Gandalf for Lord of the Rings films, he is one of the greatest Shakespearean actors of our time. His Macbeth from 1976, directed by Trevor Nunn and co-starring Judi Dench as Lady Macbeth, 
is regarded as one of the great performances of that role. I had the pleasure of seeing his one-man show, Acting Shakespeare, back in the early 80s in Los Angeles, and it is one of my favorite memories of a night of theater. On May 26, 1583, Susanna Shakespeare, the eldest daughter of William Shakespeare and his wife Anne Hathaway, was born just six months after Shakespeare's wedding to Anne. Willie Shakes, you old dog. Actually, young dog. He was only 19 at the time. On May 27, 1199, King John was coronated three months after the death of his brother, King Richard I Lionheart. King John is, of course, the same King John of the play of that name. On May 28th, 1533, Henry VIII's marriage to Anne Boleyn was declared to be valid, five days after Henry's first marriage to Catherine of Aragon was declared to be null and void. And that was your week in Shakespeare. have been listening to the Bill Shakespeare Project presentation of This Week in Shakespeare for the week ending May the 28th, 2018. For our blog and previous Twiz episodes, including links to the news stories we've covered, as well as the real Bill Shakespeare Project podcast, check us out at thebillshakespeareproject.com. And we'll catch you next week. Shakespeare fans, need a poster to hang in your room? Teachers, Need some nifty handouts for your students to peruse as you introduce them to the bard? Or are you just in the mood for some printable versions of some of the cool infographics found on this website? Well, regardless of how you answered those questions, I've got a scratch for that itch, a solution for that problem. Check out the Bill Shakespeare Project page on the Teachers Pay Teachers website. You can find character maps for Romeo and Juliet and Julius Caesar previewing the characters and their relationships to one another. I've also got geographical maps so your students can wrap their heads around travels within the plays Troilus and Cressida. Yes, even TNC get some love. All's well that ends well as well. See what I did there. Plus Pericles and Othello. There's also handouts on the so-called history in Macbeth and Julius Caesar, time in Romeo and Juliet, and violence in Titus Andronicus. Also, you'll find entire packets of handouts for both King Lear and Macbeth, including scene-by-scene timelines and the interactions as well as relationships between the characters. And I'll be adding even more soon. Plus, this is where you can find the printable version of the new and improved periodic table of Shakespeare. Some of these are for free, and some are for purchase, but all can be found on the Bill Shakespeare Project page on TeachersPayTeachers.com. Oh, and if you want to purchase a pre-printed poster-sized version of that periodic table, well then head on over to the Bill Shakespeare Project page on redbubble.com. Links to both of these sites can be found in the left-hand margin of this website. Music